Hello, I'm Ramey. And I'm Beth. And this is Brother Knows Quest, the podcast where I, your host, tell my sister about the wonderful world of tabletop role-playing games. And Beth, do you know what we're talking about today? Is it the better version of the chup- not chupacabra, what's that thing? Cthulhu. No, no, it is not, because I realized I'd, I wanted to actually do something for the last episode that probably come out before Halloween. Oh. So if we talk about that, it'll be later. It is... Alien? Yeah, Free League Publishing also made a... Well, they, they turned a lot of other IPs into games. And so they, uh, well, they, they made the Alien tabletop role-playing game. Like the movie? Yeah. Because that's what it looks like. It is the movie. Oh, okay. The back, on the very top of the cover, it says, I can't lie to you about your chances, but you have my sympathies. This is the official Alien tabletop role-playing game. A universe of body horror and uh, corporate brickmanship where synthetic people play God while space truckers and marines play host to newborn ghoulish creatures. It's a harsh and unforgiving universe, and you are nothing if not expendable. (laughs) (laughs) It has two forms of gameplay. We have campaign play. It's designed for longer, continuous play with the same cast, kind of like a campaign you would see in D&D or anything. And then you have cinematic play, which is based on pre-made scenarios that emulate the dramatic art of an alien film. I could see one-shots in this being particularly good. The year is 2183. You are on the frontier of space. Humanity has reached out. The frontier begins on the leading edge of the outer veil, crosses through the outer rim of the known territories, and stretches into deep space. It's known for its mineral resources. It's extensively colonized, and the colonial navy operates there. I'll explain what they are a little bit later. Past the Outer Rim is anyone's guess. The settlers liken it to something of a lawless frontier in the Old West of the United States. Here, life is harsh and cheap. If you watched an alien film, you'll know. They're not my favorite in the horror genre, but they're okay. I can watch them like once every two years. I think the only one I ever watched was the Alien versus Predator. I prefer Predators over Aliens, but I I can see how Aliens are a much more horror theme, not action theme. They're a little both. But they're more horror themed because they could sneak up on you in a special way. The majority of settlers here are entrepreneurs, farmers, and homesteaders, kind of like the West of America they were talking about. Armed conflicts over stakes and claims are not uncommon. We go over some of the territories in this area. While dominated by the United Americas, Frontier is an area intersected by several nation states. You have the three world empire, former United Kingdom, Japan, and several developing countries. Uh, Wayland Yutani, which is Wayland Corp, kind of like their version of Umbrella. If you recall Waylon Corp, he's the guy in the Alien vs. Predator movie that hired him to go to the Arctic in the first place. Waylon Corp guy. Jennings. No, yeah, Waylon Jennings. <laughs> Famous country music singer, <laughs> Waylon Jennings. <laughs> Waylon Corporation itself is a result of the formation of Three World Empire, because it is uh, Japanese and, I believe, United Kingdom-based companies merged together. They pioneered space exploration. It controls many established inner colonies and only maintains a limited presence on the frontier, allowing Wayland Yutani to take the lead there because they are the biggest corporation in the Three World Empire. They let them be their emissary in the region. Then you have the United Americas, uh, created in the early 2100s to compete with the Three World Empire. The United Americas was formed by a merger of North, Central, and South America into one nation. They operate both the colonial marines and the colonial navy, the most powerful peacekeeping forces on the frontier. And those are the marines. They kind of don't police things. They keep things from getting too far out of hand. So local officers will a lot of times handle things if it's a small, you know, theft problem. But if there's pirates about, you get the colonial people, the navy or the marines. The Union of Progressive Peoples, the UPP, 
is a powerful socialist block of the system that controls vast but resource-poor sectors of space. They were formed through the alliance of Russia and Vietnam. It is also the only government that is not influenced by corporate concerns. So oddly enough, they might be poor, but they might be the ones who actually see people for people. <laughs> who knows? Socialism in real life didn't work out so well a lot of times. A mm. uh, state of Cold War has existed between the United Americas and the UPP for decades. Because when this came out, when Alien first came out, it was still not great part of the Cold War, you know. Makes sense that in the lore, the UPP and the United Americas were at odds. Then you have the Independent Core System Colonies, the ICSC, a loose conglomerate of privately owned worlds. Each colony in the ICSC, that's not easy to say, has its own government, many of which are corporate owned. Wayland yutani is known to maintain private interests in the ICSC, uh, where they can conduct business as they see fit, far from prying eyes of government control. Can you get an idea about who might be the bad people here sometimes? People? The corporations. Oh, well, that's just everyday life. Yeah, that's the that, American that's thing. now. Yeah. <laughs> While government controls colonies, they aren't the only ones with influence. You have the corporate dominance, companies like Whalen yutani I just spoke about those, Bionational, and uh, Sexen, or, uh They have no borders, technically. They go across borders into other nations so they can do what they want. Life in the colonies is rough. After being promised a utopia, settlers instead found a frontier existence of drudgery in harsh environments. To that end, many have turned to God to get them through their daily rigors. Traditional religions are practiced throughout the colonies. Sects of apocalyptic fundamentalists have arisen. Fanatical cults and zealots mainly, driven by charismatic leaders in isolated areas. So, you know, you kind of want to avoid that if you're going to follow one of these religions. There is a bunch of rumors being spread around at the time. Stories spread faster than light on the frontier. Some scouts tell tales of priceless artifacts found in ancient ruins on distant moons. Ruins that predate humanity by millennia. Others talk of derelict spacecraft and a race of giants that once stalked the stars in them. That is talking about Prometheus, the giants that created the alien life form. Uh, still, others whisper about hostile life forms that overrun entire worlds, terrifying parasitic creatures that are beyond their comprehension and wholly alien. We know what those are, I suppose, don't we? No. Uh, well, that's the aliens. They're just talk telling stories about the things that happen in the movies, pretty much. Oh. Over the past century, ships, stations, and even colonies have simply disappeared from the frontier. Most oh. people attribute these to acts of God. Other believes to be those involved fell prey to pirates or rival governments. Colonial marine units were recalled and redeployed to new campaigns. Frontier colonists become scared. To compensate, many colonists have enacted their own law system, electing marshals to oversee daily law enforcement. Hired mercenary forces also protect them. Each player in the game is expected to play as a player character, a PC. But there is a final player who is the game mother, GM for short. I like that because you're like the brood mother of the aliens, you know. Mm -hmm. um, then it goes on to explain how to do the game modes and the two different like cinematic or campaign. Here's your classes, technically. Colonial Marine. Most of your friends will never see another world, but not you. As soon as you were old enough, you signed up for the USCMC. Life in the core is never dull, but the luster has begun to fade. You've seen things that you'll never be able to forget, and plenty you wish you could. And then you have Colonial Marshal, the thing we were just talking about, police force. The frontier can be a lawless place. The Colonial Marines are spread thin. They have neither the time nor the inclination to mete out local justice. Not to worry, there's a new sheriff in town, and that's you. And uh, a company agent. This one sounds fun. From insider information to new mineral deposits or even hither into unknown life forms to exploit, it's up to you to score a win for the company and use it to catapult yourself up the corporate ladder. Oh, also you have a kid. 
Yeah. You don't ask for the front tail life. Your parents brought you into this world kicking and screaming. Grownups always ask you what you want to be, but you want to be a kid. Uh, you've seen how grownups live. There's time to grow up later. For now, playing hide and seek in the ventilation system seems like the way to go. <laughs> now, well, you've watched alien movies. What happens to people near the ventilation systems, Beth? I haven't. They I've... travel through them. That's how they get around without being detected. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good place. Go play in the, in the vents. <laughs> go on, kid. Then you can play as a pilot. The stars are the limit, and they are limitless. You aren't content to keep your feet on the ground and on the frontier. There's no need to. You're a thrill seeker and an adrenaline junkie. Danger is the rush you live for. But stay frosty. Otherwise, the next time you find yourself dodging through an asteroid belt or seeing the ground rush up to meet your, it might be your last. Mm-hmm. I'm not an adrenaline junkie, though. No, nor am I. I. I do enjoy, like, the roller coasters and the carnival rides and things like that as an adrenaline junkie. But I trust that machine. If somebody says you are going to go bungee jumping or parachuting, <clears throat> you need to jump. No, no, I don't actually. I really don't. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> uh, then you can play as a roughneck. Someone has to do the manual labor on the frontier, and that someone is you. Your hands are calloused, your face is dirty, and the only thing harder than the work you do is the way you party. <laughs> and then you have scientists. Every day, new pieces to the puzzle of existence are found on the frontier. Figuring out what makes them fit together could leap humanity over a nature's next hurdle. And you are one thesis away from the respect you deserve. They are usually the people who die early on or work really hard to keep their experiment alive in the movies. Here you have Officer, the authority figure, the role model, the voice of your superiors, and the enlisted crew's advocate. You're also the butt of all their jokes around the mess hall until it all gets so much worse. And they're looking to you for what to do next. Better hope your training has a solution to this one. So you are a middle manager. Medic, a job I would not want to do in an alien game. There are a million and one ways to die in space. From exposure to vacuum to unknown contagions and vicious organisms. Or getting accidentally shot by a drunken roughneck. In all these scenarios, you're the one carrying the bandages and the adrenaline shots. Your work is never done. And that's pretty much all the main character stuff. They have sections in the book for living in space, spaceships of this era, space combat. I guess you call it the monster section, the alien species. They have the engineers, which are the ones in the Prometheus movie, the xenomorphs, the neomorphs, the xenomorph XX121, and um, then the other uh, extrasolar species. They live some swarm, harvesters, lion worms. Then it has a short game, Hope's Last Day. Now, the game uses the Year Zero engine. It's easy to learn. It offers a lot of flexibility in its own way. It's used in Mutant Year Zero, Forbidden Lands, Twilight 2000, Blade Runner, Coriolis. I love Coriolis. I can't wait to talk about that, too. It's like Arabian Nights in space. You roll a pool of six-sided dice, D6s, and you must roll at least one six on a six-sided dice to succeed. But you, the more you get to add to your pool, to your skills or whatever, so you have more chances to roll a six. Uh, the more sixes you to roll, the better the result. The mechanic is used for everything from resolving combat to passing skill checks. We covered something. It might be the same exact system. I didn't look it up. But it's very similar. If not, it'd be Dragon Bane. And we talked about that. Kind of mm-hmm. the similar rules. So if you want to know a bit more about that, listen to that episode. You can push your rolls. Uh, desperate to succeed on a push. Uh, means you can re-roll all of the dice that didn't show ones or sixes. However, pushing comes at a cost. For everyone that player does that, they suffer a point of trauma or stress against the attribute they roll for. It's a fairly simple. They they were right when they said it. It's a fairly simple game to learn. The hardest part would be, again, running the game. Horror isn't the easiest thing to run. It's hard to convey horror. Through. I don't consider aliens horror. Well, it kind of is. That's why I put it in this 
It's more action and sci-fi. Predator is more action and sci-fi. Aliens is things coming out of the dark to grab you. Okay, but it's still... Oh, I'm not afraid of it. I mean, I would be in this situation. Who wouldn't? But I'm not afraid. It don't make me think, oh, this is going to happen to me. It seems highly unlikely. But who am I to say? I would try playing this. I got this because Scott really likes Alien. I would never have bought it otherwise. But the more I looked into it, it's a, it's a pretty good game. And it's got the two different game modes. You could do it however you want. I mean, I would give it a try. But like I said, it's more sci-fi. And unless it's Doctor Who, I really am not into the sci-fi thing. I want to go back to the good old fantasy, old-fashioned type. Now, you really like fantasy. I have a game called Starfinder. It's D&D, but in space. So if you really, really don't like nothing but the fantasy, we can just throw that up there too in space. Just launch it in the rocket and you have your elves and your orcs and you're all in space. You know what? It would That probably would make it more interesting for me. The druids have like tree, ships made of living trees. They're very pretty. The clerics have ships that look like giant flying cathedrals made of ivory and marble and gold. See, that might make the space seem more interesting. You might try one shot. You wouldn't want to run a long campaign with this, would you? No. Okay. One shot would be kind of fun if you survive, you don't. I mean, if you don't survive, then you don't certainly don't have to play next time. Well, I'll, I'll be the kid in the air vent. <laughs> I do recommend you take a look at it. The starter set's available. I don't have it, but I'll put the our affiliate link to DriveThruRPG's PDF version of it. It'd be fairly affordable. And if you get it, it'll give us more store credit through DriveThruRPG to get more games to review. I really decided that's a pretty good idea. You don't give us any actual cash, but store credit is money of its own way, I guess. Or if you want physical versions, you can find them anywhere. Your local game store, online, free league site, wherever. Just Google it. Don't oh. play in the air vents. Don't get in air vents. Avoid air vents unless you are a trained HVAC professional or whoever installs those that isn't part of the HVAC. I, I always assume it's HVAC. I don't know who else would be crawling around the air vents. Unless you're a career criminal or a child in space. I might go into more free league games. After this episode, because it'll be past our Halloween thing. And we can just get all the Year Zero stuff out of the way. They're good games. I mean, I wouldn't have bought them if I didn't think I'd like them. I I mean, I I really didn't like the Alien franchise, but I bought this because somebody I knew did. But still, I bought the others because I really did like them. Especially Coriolis and Forbidden Lands. So, if you like what you heard here, and if you didn't, you might want to try some of the other stuff we've done. You might like that. Uh, We have three podcasts in total on the Gruesome Gaming Group. That's our network. We have this one. We have Leveling Duo. It's a podcast where me and my friend Dakota talk about video games we've really enjoyed or video games that's coming out we hope we enjoy. And it's just a discussion back and forth between us. We have Horrific History and Hauntings. It's a podcast where my sister tells me about everything that's in the title. Horrific History, some hauntings that might link to it. We try to make it funnier than it sounds, but sometimes it's too fresh to do that. So we'll try to be more respectful. (laughs) You can find all of our links in the description if you're watching on youtube or listening on a podcast the description will have a link tree link that will take you to all of our socials uh youtube we're going to try and start streaming on twitch on the 25th i'm going to stream some games and then they might show up on youtube shortly after that as video on demands get on the socials twitter discord we have a discord up if you'd like to get on there and chat with each other and us i'll set the link also in the link tree link if you could review us on your podcast app that'd be great and if you want to like and subscribe on youtube that would help us out too if you want to contact my sister that link tree also has an email specifically for this podcast it goes straight to her all the other socials come to me and i can distribute them amongst the rest of us however they need to go if you tell me who you want to talk to if you have any ideas for something we should play on twitch let me know that too the discord be a good place or directly on twitter tiktok any of those links if you can reach out with a message i'll see it 
Thank you for listening. I've been Ramey. And I'm Beth. We've been Brother Nose Quest. Bye-bye.